Penguins four, Avalanche zero. The undefeated streak for the Avalanche is over. Let's talk about it on the first of two post-game shows today, right now on Sports for Beginners. It's Penguins post-game, and it starts right now. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showtime scars! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome in, everybody, to Penguins postgame, the first of two postgame shows we have for you on our schedule for Double Trouble. That's right. It's Double Trouble. Right after this, we are going to recap Bills versus Buccaneers on Bill's postgame. I'm super, super excited for that recap. But before we get to that recap, we got to get to, for the hockey side, we got to get to, we got to get to our starting lineups and we got to rate and we got to recap the hockey game so let's talk about it right now starting with our starting lineup head coached by Mike Sullivan for the Penguins and Jared and Jared Bednar for the Avalanche for the Avalanche the left wingers to kick it off here as we show you the shared screen. The left wingers are number 62, Antiri Lankadin. Number 90, Thomas Tatar. Number 28, Miles Wood. And number 11, Andrew Cogliano. Your centers. On line one, number 29, Nathan McKinnon. Number 12, Ryan Johansson. Number 20, Ross Colton. And number 22, Frederick Olofsson. 
right wingers. Number 13, Valerie Nushkidin. Number 96, Miko Ratanen. Number 27, Jonathan Druin. And number 25, Logan O'Connor. On defense, line one, the pairing is number eight, Kale McCarr. On the right side, on the left, it's number seven, Devon Taves. Or Devon Tours. We're going to go with Devon Taves. Line two defensively. On the left side, it would be number four, Bowen Byram. And on the right side, number 49, Samuel Giardi. Samuel Girardi. Hopefully I said that correct. If not, I apologize. And your third line defense. On the left side, number three, Jack Johnson. On the right side, number 42, Josh Manson. Goaltender tonight for the... I should say on Thursday night for the Avalanche. Number 40, Alexander Georgiev. Backed up by goaltender number 50, Ivan Prostruvov. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I apologize, Ivan, if I have pronounced your last name wrong. But that is the lineup and lines for Thursday night in Pittsburgh and for the undefeated no more Colorado Avalanche head coach by Jared Bednar. For the Pittsburgh Penguins who are playing in game number two of their four-game homestand, which wraps up their October schedule. First of all, our Lions are four, our four left wingers. Number 59, Jake Genzel. Number 19, Riley Smith. Number 10, Drew O'Connor. Number 83, Matt Nieto. And of course, your centers. First on the fourth line, it is number 55, Noel Achari. Number 20, Lars Eller is your centerman for the third line. For your first and second line, your second line center is number 71, Evgeny Malkin. And your captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins is on center line one, number 87, Sidney Crosby. 
on the right wing side. The guys on the right wing side for Thursday night. Right winger number 17, Brian Rust. Right winger number 67, Ricard Raquel. Number 63, Redeem Zahorna, or Big Z. Is on that third line right wing side. And on the left, on the right, I should say, final line for the Penguins. The final right winger for Thursday night would be number 77, Jeff Carter. Big Jeff Carter. Your defensive pairing for the Thursday night affair against the Avalanche. On the Crosby line, the pairing is number 27, Ryan Graves, and number 58, Chris Letang. Ryan Graves to the left side on defense. On the right side, Chris Letang. Line number two for defense. On the left side, number 28, Marcus Pedersen. On the right side, number 65, Eric Carlson. And on the final defensive line, the third line, which will be which is the O'Connor line when it comes to the forwards. It will be number five, Ryan Shea. In at the left side, and in at, at the right side, number two, Chad Ruedel. The goaltender for the Penguins. On Thursday night, number 35, Kristen Jari. And your goaltender for backup, also coming from Detroit, along with Alex Nedeljkovic, who was put on injured reserve. He is backed up. Tristan is backed up by number 45, Mangus Helberg. Mangus Helberg is the backup for the Penguins. And that pretty much wraps up your starting lineup. So, Without further ado, in the opening segment now, let's get down to our breakdown, our game summary. Tristan Jari with the win improves his record to 2-3-0. Alex Georgiev 
is now six and one and oh with the loss. He played most of the game, but Ivan came in after it was quickly four to zero and played pretty well. The GWG goes to Riley Smith, who had two goals in this game. So let's get into it. Our three stars coming up in the middle segment, plus our shake of the game. And before we wrap up Penguins post game, we will have in the final segment game pucks of the game voted by you, the fans. And of course, while we remain in audio, and we're not really doing, we aren't really doing media availability this go around. We are going to have after game pucks. We're going to take a look around the NHL to see what else was on tap on a Thursday night, a busy Thursday night. And we have another busy night on this Friday. This is a Friday afternoon show recapping a Thursday night in Pittsburgh that saw the Penguins snap the Colorado Avalanche six months essentially in. Invincible on the road. They had six wins coming into this game, and Pittsburgh hands them their first loss of the season. Let's get into our referees and linesmen, followed by our penalty summary and scoring summary. At PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, PA, Kendrick Nicholson and Justin Key were the referees. Your linesmen were Michel Cormieri and B. Van Mill. B. Van Mills. And of course, our game totals, game stats total, include 31 shots, all stopped by Tristan Jari, 14 of them blocked by the Penguins hockey sticks. Nine of the Penguins' 29 shots, which is how they finished, were blocked by the Avalanche. The Avalanche took the puck away from Pittsburgh six times. Pittsburgh did it nine times to the Avalanche. We're even in giveaways at seven to seven apiece. Also even in hits at 16 apiece. 
Both teams hit each other 16 times. And they both gave the puck away seven times. The Penguins won 37 faceoffs. The Avalanche with 24 wins in the faceoff circle on Thursday night. The Avalanche were only penalty were only spending four minutes in the penalty box, but the man advantage for the Penguins can't get going. Penguins are 0 for 2 in Thursday's contest. The Avalanche, however, are 0 for 5, 0 for 5 in power play minutes. They couldn't get anything going to count up the Penguins' 10 minutes in the penalty box. So this was a penalty kill game. And speaking of the the penalties and the power plays, let's take a look at our penalty summary before we get to our scoring. So it all began at 2 minutes and 37 seconds in to the game with Nathan McKinnon go Nathan McKinnon going two minutes for slashing at thirteen forty seven in the first period. Ryan Shea gets his first gets a penalty in this game. He goes two minutes hooking the call. Evgeny Malkin gets two penalties in the second period, one at 7.59 for tripping, and another one as a double minor, four minutes for high sticking, at 16 minutes and 25 seconds. And 25 seconds. Noel Achari getting called for a delay of game penalty in the third period at seven minutes and five seconds in. To the third. And then Ryan Johansson at 19 minutes and 24 seconds goes two minutes for slashing. The goals, however, start at the four minutes and 44 and 40 seconds mark, I should say. Four minutes and 40 second mark. And this one done all by himself. Riley Smith making a case. Making a case to be a penguin here. He's making a case to be a penguin. That's his third goal as a penguin of the season. And he did it all by himself. Nobody gets an assist on this goal at 440 in the first period. Into the first period. Riley Smith does it all by himself. But wait, wait, he wasn't done. He had two goals, both in the first period. Later in the period, 1651 in the 16 minutes and 51 seconds into the first period. He gets his second of the night 
fourth of the season and fourth of as a penguin. Fourth as a penguin, fourth of the season, second of the night for Riley Smith. This time he had a little help. Brian Rust, the Rusty Razor, first assist of the season for Brian Rust. Gino Machino, Gino Beast Mode. Yevgeny Malkin scores assist number five on the year for him. And just like that, Penguins are up after 20 minutes, two to zero. Penguins two, Avalanche zero. To the second period we go. We're at the six minute mark. Lars Eller, Lars Eller, the Washington Capitol, and also it should be known that he also spent some time with the Avalanche. He gets his first goal as a Penguin and first of the season against his former club of the uh, in the Avalanche. Now I gotta talk. I gotta say, I have to say, Lars Eller. Yeah, he didn't get it against the Capitals, but there's another team that there is another team that he used to play for in the Colorado Avalanche. And to get your first goal as a Pittsburgh Penguin against another team that you have formerly played for. That's really good. That's really, really good. Really, really good. Big Z redeems Zahorna also getting his first of the season. First assist of the season on that Lars Eller goal. At six minutes into the second period. After 40. Penguins three. Avalanche zero. Move to the third period. Well, Penguins seem to be having a lot of fun. Tristan Jari has been solid. All game long, it looks like. Let's bring in Ivan. Let's bring in Ivan, says Jared Bednar. And they do. But not before. Sidney Crosby seals the deal for the Penguins to make it 4-0 Penguins. His fourth goal of the season, Jake Gensel on the assist. Number seven on the season for Jake Gensel. And the time of the goal is 10 minutes and 35 seconds into the game. Third period. Alrighty. So there we go. There is our scoring summary. There is the There is the scoring summary. There is the 
penalty summary. There is your game total. Your referees and linesmen at PPG Paints Arena, the site of two more hockey games in the October schedule, including tomorrow night as we record the Thursday night recap of Penguins and Avalanche. Tomorrow night, the Penguins host the Senators. We will have the program Penguins post game for you following that game. Could be after the game on Saturday night or before we send you to Dolphins post game for Dolphins versus Patriots. Second round and final round of Patriots versus Dolphins for the season. That should be a good one. We'll talk about that more on Bill's postgame. Then the Penguins are home to the Ducks. And we'll talk more about what's up next for the Penguins on their upcoming schedule in the final segment. Coming up, though, after this word from Broadcast Map, it's time for the introduction features of our middle segment and of our Penguins postgame program. What do I mean by that? Well, I mean it's time for the three stars of Thursday's contest. And it's time to give out a shake of the game. We are going to take a quick break and hear a word from Broadcast Map. So don't go anywhere. Penguins postgame continues right after this from Broadcast Map. Stay tuned for the three stars. Play of the game, shake of the game, and lots more, all still to come on a winning edition of Penguins Post Game. Back in a moment. Looking for conversations? on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. It's time for the three stars of Thursday's contest. 
of course, our introduction says tonight's contest, but we're recapping Thursday night in the Berg. And, uh, well, that's much better, right, Penguins fans? That's much better, right? Penguins go into a game, and they get right. After losing 6-3 to three to the Red Wings on a Tuesday night, I believe it was. I'll just double-check here to make sure. Uh, just double-checking to make sure here. <laughs> no, a Wednesday night, excuse me. Wednesday night, excuse me. They lost to the Red Wings 6-3. to They go into St. Louis, fall 4-2 to on Saturday, and then on the Tuesday night just previous, when they opened up their homestand, they fell to the Dallas Stars. Four to one. So three losses since their last win, which came on Saturday, October 14th, 2023, when they took down the Calgary Flames five to two in the Berg. And when I say in the Berg, I mean in Pittsburgh. Seven games are now complete in this 82-game season. And we've pretty much covered every single one of them. So with seven games in the rearview mirror and 75 still to go. Let's get right down into our three stars of this contest. We haven't really shared our screen for these messages here, but we've shared it for the introductions. Well, actually, we did share our screen with my document there for the starting lineup. Regardless, let's get to our three stars. And we'll start with our first star of the... We'll start today with our first star of the game. And that's the goaltender, Tristan Jari. 31 saves on 31 shots. It It, it kind of... You know, actually, it's more accurate to say 30 saves on 31 shots. Because most of these, most of the saves were uh, blocked by the help of the Penguins. And, you know, here's the interesting thing. <clears throat> Remember how the Penguins shut out the Capitals in the nation's capital of America on Friday when they were on their back-to-back -back where they would head home to play the Flames? Well, guess what? Tristan Jari was the goaltender for that game, 
and he's the goaltender for the four nothing win over the Avalanche. And honestly, that has to be Tristan's. We'll see if I can find things here. But Tristan Jari, once again, solid, grabs another shutout in his career. And I believe it's the second of the season. Take a bow, Tristan. Take a bow. So I can't really find a tweet here that has good news on Tristan Jari, but that's fine. Tristan was absolutely unbeatable. He just, he looked really good. From what I was hearing from Steve Mears, and the old 2-9er himself, Phil Borg. Of course, Steve Mears used to be on the AT&T Sportsnet broadcast that is now called Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And he is now taking over the radio side for Josh Getzoff. Who is now on the TV side alongside Haley Hunter and Dan Potage with Colby Armstrong as well? Still in the booth, I believe. Regardless, Kristen Jari is your first star. Save percentage of a thousand. Did not give up any goals against. Your second star is number 19, right winger for the Penguins, Riley Smith. Two goals, plus two, no assists. Time of ice total 15 minutes and 27 seconds. And your third star, deservingly so. I mean, you could have also given the star to Sidney Crosby, but it's number 20 of the Penguins center, Lars Eller. 18 minutes and 30 seconds of total ice time. Plus one, no apples, and one assist. Or no assist, sorry, no assist. And which is also known as apples and no goal or sorry, one goal in this game. Tristan Jari, Riley Smith, and Lars Eller, your three stars of Thursday's game.
Now, how about if this went in? How about if this went in favor of the Avalanche? Obviously, it would be their seventh win because they haven't lost a game yet. So their record would be seven, zero, and zero. Penguins' record would go from two and four to two and five, and O oh, as well. And interestingly enough, interestingly enough, I think my three stars would have been Alexander Georgiev, who did play pretty well despite giving up four goals against one to Lars Eller, one to Sidney Crosby, and one sorry, two to Riley Smith. He made 20 saves off of 24 shots. Save percentage of 0 0.833. Played 51 minutes. And then his backup also played pretty well. Five saves on five shots to save percentage of a thousand. Eight minutes played. But Alexander Georgiev would, would have been my first star. Next, next up, I would give a star to Jonathan Drouin. Five shots on goal, minus one. Uh, no assists, no goals, did not go to the penalty box, had one block, no hit, no giveaways, and no takeaways. He was on the ice for 13 minutes and 14 seconds. And your third star for me would have been Nathan McKinnon. Five shots on goal for Nathan McKinnon. He was minus three. No assists. No goals. Spent two minutes in the penalty box. No blocks. No hits. For McKinnon. One giveaway. No takeaways. On the ice for 24 minutes and 26 seconds. So Nathan McKinnon, Jonathan Drouin, and Alexander Georgiev would have been my three stars for the Avalanche if this game went in their favor. It did not. But the Penguins weren't the only game, and this will we will get to as we take a look around. The 11 game schedule Thursday games. This game wasn't the only game 
with shutout. The Hurricanes defeat the Kraken 3-2 in overtime. The Flyers victorious against the Wild by a final score of 6-2 in Philadelphia. The Maple Leafs come to Dallas and leave with a 4-1 win with a 4-1 win over the Stars. Goals by Morgan Riley. Mason Marchment, Mitch Marner, Tyler Bertuzzi, and John Tavares. Meanwhile, Boston also loses their undefeated record of 6-0. As they fall in a shootout. Sorry, in in overtime, excuse me. Sorry, in overtime, excuse me. They fall four to three to the Ducks. On a day that they dedicated to a former player of the Boston Bruins. And of course, they dedicated This game to they dedicated this game. Boston Bruins would dedicate this game to one of their. Cities, Lewiston, Maine, and I'll read you a I'll read you a, a short statement the Bruins put out on social media. So actually, it wasn't a player. It was a. It was the. It was a town in Boston, Massachusetts, that they were dedicating this game against Anaheim to. And they say, we are heartbroken by the tragic and horrifying events in Lewiston. Maine is a special part of the Bruins family, and our hearts are with those affected by this tragedy. It isn't much of a statement, but it's as much as you want to get. And you know what? Honestly, for those who are affected in Lewiston, Maine, and Boston, Massachusetts,
my thoughts and prayers are with your are with those affected. Speaking of some sad news, the Boston Bruins announced today, four hours ago, that they are saddened by the passing of Ed Sanford. He embodied everything it means to be a Boston Bruin. At 95 years old, he was the Bruins' oldest living former captain, having, wor having worn the sea during his final season with the club in 1954 and 55. It is with sadness that we acknowledge his passing and offer our condolences to his family, friends, and loved ones. I didn't know Ed Sanford. I didn't also know that he played for the Bruins, but I would but I'd be willing to bet that this guy had an incredible career as a Boston Bruin. All right. So it's terrible news that we just seen here. It's terrible news, but you got to get it out. All right. Four to one, the final in Detroit in Motown, the Winnipeg Jets beat the Red Wings 4-1. Overtime we go in Montreal, where the Canadiens would defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-3. Remember how I said we had some shutouts? Some shutouts? Well, before we get to those shoutouts that include the 4-0 win for the Penguins. The New York Islanders beat the Senators 3-2. With goals off the stick of Bo Horvat. Kale Clutterbuck. And Noah Dobson for the Islanders. Jacob Chikrian has a goal for the Senators. And the former Flyer also has a goal in this game. Claude Giroux. Giroux. Claude Giroux has the goal for the Senators. He and Jacob Chikrian have the only goals for the Senators in that game. Kasperi Kapitan is celebrating a shutout. As the Blues take down the Flames 3-0 with goals by Capitan 
Nick Letty, and Oscar Sundquist. The New York Rangers also celebrating a shutout with goals by Adam Fox. Alexi Lafreniere and Braden Schneider. They defeat the Edmonton Oilers 3-0 as well. And speaking of shoutouts, besides the Penguins 4 zero win over the avalanche the tampa bay lightning put on a clinic in tampa bay beating the sharks six to zero with goals off of the stick of braden point michael elismont Steven Stamkos, Luke Glenningdon, Nicholas Paul, and Brandon Hagel. Lots to get to there. All right. That wraps up our look around the NHL games that we are going to talk about that are happening. Before we send you to Bill's post game, we will talk about in our final segment. But before we get to that, it's time for another introduction. And our second feature of the day. For Penguins post game, it's time for the shake of the game. And we will be taking a break and hearing a word from Take Another Look. In just a little bit. Right now, let's take you to the introduction. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory, at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game, just mention this offer at checkout. And keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game, because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. That's me, and we welcome everyone back because it's time for 
one of our segments I love to do uh, before we get to the game, pucks of the game. And as a reminder here, we will have links in the description of the episode. Unless we forget, we will have links in the description of the episode so that you can hear for yourself, post-game media availability, and more from, from the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Colorado Avalanche, and any of the Penguins' opponents this season. So, who are the Shake of the Game recipients today? One Shake of the Game is going to go out to each player. Before we get to that, though, your scratches for the Penguins, before we get to the scratches for the Avalanche, were John Ludwig, who is out with an injury. He is being evaluated for a concussion injury. Vinny Hinestroza, who I believe was, I guess, called up. I couldn't figure that out when I was looking at it on Daily Faceoff. But he was called up and he did not play. Uh, Pierre Oliver Joseph, also not playing in this game. And playing for, sorry, not playing for the Avalanche. Corey Schumann and Curtis McDermott. McDermott. Hopefully I was saying names right. I apologize if I did not. Recipient for... Your recipient for the shake of the game for the Avalanche. You know what? No plus minuses here. Uh, no goals, no assists. But, but man, did this guy ever try to shoot the puck? He did give the puck away once. He did not take it away. He was on the ice for 21 minutes and 22 seconds. Had one block and two hits. But man, did he ever try to shoot the puck besides getting into the penalty box? Your shake of the game recipient is Bowen Byram. Four shots on goal for the dude. I feel like he deserved to have at least one goal go in. He was playing really good. How about for your penguin? You know what? We are going to give our shake of the game to the goaltender, Kristen Jari. It says here on sportsnet.ca he stopped 31 of 31 shots. He stopped 31 shots of the 31 he faced for a save percentage of 1,000. And of course, he played 60 minutes, did not give up a goal again. And honestly,
whether he made 30 saves, whether he made 31 saves, it really doesn't matter because the dude was absolutely good. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back with our final segment of the program. Game pucks of the game are next. Friday's schedule for the NHL plus our look ahead. And as we take that break, if you would like to be a part of the Buffalo Bills Shout a Buffalo Football Podcast tech group, all you have to do to become a Bills Mafia Insider is text 716-527-6. Let me actually make sure I have this correct here before I go off the rails. We'll get the correct number as well from our from our good friend of the show and one half of that show as well. Shout a Buffalo Football Podcast, Ryan Talbot. But you can also use the link https colon slash slash join subtext.com slash shout buffalo bills. Okay, there we go. There's the number here. So if you want to be a part but via text message, text 716-528-6727. Or click on that link I just mentioned, which is also which is going to be available in all of the descriptions of Shout a Buffalo Football Podcast episode. We'll talk more about it on our Bills postgame show, but we got to wrap up Penguins postgame first. So game pucks, look ahead. What's on tap for the Friday night in the NHL? And our Sports for Beginners schedule plus the attendance record. It's all coming up right after this from Take Another Look. Which can also be found on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, and every Wednesday evening on Voices for Ability Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern. Speaking of Voices for Ability Radio, catch Beyond the Bong with my good friend Jocelyn Dorr as your host tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Only on Voices for Ability Radio. Back after this, from Take Another Look to wrap up Penguins postgame and set you up for our second recap of our double trouble 
back to wrap this up right after this. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins Postgame. I am Scott McGregor, and this is Penguins Postgame. It's our final stop on Penguins Postgame before we send you to Bill's Postgame. Bills and Buccaneers recap coming up in just a few minutes from now. But first of all, we want to touch on our game pucks. Before we get to that, of course, I want to say that our attendance is coming up. And before we get to that, Let's get to our look ahead. We will give you our sports for beginners schedule in just a few minutes as well. Of what's still to come, and I will actually share my screen with what's still to come as we enter. Getting ready for another Penguins post game this weekend. All right. We're going to share my screen in just a second. But first, it is time for us to reveal game pucks of the game. And before we do that, though, we got to get to our play of the game. Honestly. I have to say it's got to be. It's got to be one of the saves made by Tristan Jari. With backup. By the one and only Christopher Latang, Tanger. Tanger's big save that had no stick, no problem written all over it. And that right there is our play of the game. But we're actually going to say our play of the game is the goal, the second goal of the game for Riley Smith. 
I feel like it was a beautiful feed from Riley Smith after Brian Rust got it to Malkin. And Riley Smith gets it from Malkin. And he goes upstairs. This actually, I should say, yeah, he goes upstairs to crash. Okay, maybe not crash. I, I think you'll get what I mean. Anywho, it's his second goal of the night. That is our play of the day. All righty. How about our player of the game? We're going to do one. And this one is going to go to Jeff Carter. No goals for Jeff Carter. No assists. No plus minus. One shot on goal. One hit. No penalty minutes. No block. Eight minutes and 14 seconds of play. Total ice time. No giveaways and no takeaways for Jeff Carter. Not exactly a powerhouse. But I feel like he played pretty well. You know, another guy that played pretty well, I mentioned him already. And he also didn't find himself in the penalty box, and that's Chris Letang. Three blocks for Letang in this game. But our player of the game is coming to us from the Penguins. And it is none other than Jeff Carter. All right. How about our game puck of the game recipients? Let's get to that. For the Colorado Avalanche. We're going to go to Nathan McKinnon. Minus three for McKinnon, but he was able to get five shots on goal. Went to the box for two minutes. Did give the puck away, did not take it away. But he was on the ice for 24 minutes and 16 seconds. For the Penguin, I can't believe I'm saying this, but but Jari is... Tristan Jari is two for two. He's also got a shake of the game. And he is our game puck of the game recipient. You guys can let me know what who your favorite game puck of the game recipient is and who your favorite player was of the game. And you could do that as much as you want throughout Penguins postgame, Bills postgame, Dolphins postgame. 
Blue Jays game recap when we return with it, if we return. Raptors game recap if we return with that. Etc. All right. Time to take a look at what's on the ice tonight. For that, courtesy of my phone, we go to the NHL app. Download the app for yourself and follow your favorite team. Even if you have the, your favorite team's mobile app, you can download the NHL app as well as the Sportsnet app, the TSN app, and any sports app you have to follow your favorite team all season long. On tap tonight, it all begins at 6 p.m. Eastern when the Blackhawks will try to end The Vegas Golden Knights' is undefeated streak as they remain undefeated. But going into Saturday, what are they, whether the Golden Knights play another one or not, and they do, Will the Golden Knights remain undefeated going into Saturday night? We'll find out by the time that puck is dropped and the clock in Vegas hits triple zeros. <clears throat> Vegas takes on the Blackhawks in game eight of their season of their 82 game season having won every single game of their seven games this far they'll be going for win number eight against Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks Later at 7 p.m. Eastern, it's the San Jose Sharks taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. Also at 7, we have a showdown on Sportsnet 1 between the Buffalo Sabres and the New Jersey Devils. The Minnesota Wild come to the nation's capital of the United States to take on the two, three, and one capitals in Washington at 7 p.m. Eastern. Then in the late window at 10 p.m. Eastern, you've got the Kings and the Coyotes from Arizona. 
And you've got the Canucks taking on the Blues. It's the Vancouver Canucks taking on the St. Louis Blues. You can see that game as well as the game between the Sabres and the Devils on Sportsnet 1 with coverage starting on Sportsnet at, I believe, 6.30, maybe 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, the late window on Sportsnet 1. Blues versus Canucks. The late window on TVA Sports, which will have the Blackhawks and Golden Knights at 6 p.m. Eastern. That will have at 10 p.m. Eastern, Kings versus Coyotes. From Arizona. And that is it. Six games on the slate for Friday. Eight games on the slate Saturday, including the next game for the Penguins. Before we get to that, though, the Kraken. Uh, let me just say this, actually, sorry, because I want to talk about the Friday slate. The Hurricanes and the Sharks did play last night on Thursday night, and they will be playing again today, this time against each other. The Hurricanes coming off of an overtime win. The Sharks coming off of a shutout loss. In Tampa Bay. Do the Sharks bounce back? All will be revealed when we hit Saturday. All right, everybody. You've waited long enough. With game pucks of the game out of the way, our play of the game is out of the way. The Friday slate is out of the way. And of course, Our player of the game, which was replaced by our shake of the game for this show, is out of the way. So we're going to get to our attendance. But before we get to that, up next for the Penguin, they will wrap up October with two more home games. First against the Senators on Saturday. At 7 p.m. Eastern. 
you can catch the game on Sportsnet 360. Don't have Sportsnet 360? If you're in Canada, check out WXDX FM Pittsburgh. Your home of the pens and the best pens coverage. 105.9 The X. Ahead of game time for Penguins Live pregame. And then the game itself will follow. At 7 p.m. The Penguins will then wrap up their four-game homestand. Looking to go, depending on how it goes with Ottawa. And we'll have it here for you on the podcast. We're going to show you our schedule in just a second. But depending on how it goes, the Penguins will be looking to wrap up their homestand on a high note. And go either 2 and 2 or 3 and 1 at home. As a reminder, they lost the opener of their four-game homestand. To the Dallas Stars, 4-1 to one, on the on the Tuesday night when Dallas came to town. On Monday, they wrap up the homestand with the Ducks coming to town. The era, the the Anaheim Ducks are coming to town for a 7 p.m. puck drop, but they're not done with the Ducks after Monday. They will face the Ducks again on November 7th, 2023, at. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right after they do a showdown against Eric Carlson's former team, the San Jose Sharks. 10 p.m. Eastern puck drop as well. Both of these post-game shows will be coming your way. Sunday and Wednesday. And, of course, on the Monday, we will have a post-game show for you Tuesday 
following ducks and penguins from PPG Paints Arena. And last few ones we're going to get to here because I don't want to go over the entire November schedule. But they'll have another late night game Thursday, November 9th against the LA Kings in a three-game road trip ending in Los Angeles where they will play the Kings at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday evening. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern on November the 11th, it's the Buffalo Sabres in the Berg. For a showdown with the Penguins. Before the Penguins come back for the Thursdays, November 7th, November 16th. To play the Devils at 7 p.m. Eastern. After they play the Blue Jackets at 7 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday, November 14th. And then part of their back-to-back, which kicks off a two-game homestand, the Penguins will face off in Carolina against the Hurricanes at 7 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, November 18th. 2023. Then Sunday, November 19th at 6 p.m. Eastern, they face the who knows what the Vegas Golden Knights will be, but as it stands right now, they will face the undefeated Golden Knights. But who knows? Perhaps the Golden Knights don't make it to Sunday, November the 11th, undefeated. And it's important to note that that is a back-to-back. Speaking of which, next up for the Avalanche, First on their program, they wrap up October with a matchup on Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. It can be seen on Sportsnet. And it's in Buffalo as they take on the Sabres, the Avalanche. And the Sabres, 1 p.m. Eastern. They open up their November schedule with a visit from the St. Louis Blues on Wednesday, November 1st at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Then back-to-back 10 p.m. game Eastern Time starts for the Avalanche Saturday, November 4th against the Golden Knights. Tuesday, November 7th, versus 
the New Jersey Devils. And Thursday, November 9th, and Saturday, November 11th, we've got home games for the Avalanche at 9 p.m. Eastern. And they're against the Seattle Kraken on Thursday. On Saturday, they are against the St. Louis Blues before heading to Seattle. For another showdown with the Kraken on Monday, November 13th, 2023. And we'll wrap up here with Saturday and Wednesday, November 15th and November 18th, the Saturday, when they will take on. The Anaheim Ducks at 9 p.m. on the Wednesday, November 15th. And then at 8 p.m. in Dallas. The Avalanche are in Dallas on Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. For a showdown with the Stars. And that just about Puts a bow on Penguins post-game show. I want to thank everybody for listening into this show. Stick with us because Bill's post-game is coming up next on Penguins post-game. Or sorry, on Sports for Beginners. The podcast. Penguins post game is coming up. Penguins post game will be coming up on our schedule. Before we wrap this up, sign off for Penguins post game and send you to. What you're going to hear most likely when we begin Bill's post game, which is coming up next. We're going to get to our attendance record, but first, up next on our Sports for Beginners broadcast schedule, we've got our Thursday night recap that you're going to hear in just a few minutes. Between the Buccaneers and the Bills. Thursday night in Orchard Park. Sunday, we've got Penguins post game. I've scheduled it to do Penguins post game after Senators and Penguins, but on Sunday, October 29th, 2023. Thomas is back with you. For the final edition this season of Dolphins postgame, Patriots versus Dolphins. Does that mean that Dolphins postgame is done? Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. It does not. Now, I will let everyone know that we will have a post-game show for Penguins post-game following the Anaheim Ducks game. That will be on Tuesday. October 31st, 2023, last day of October, and guess what, it's going to be a fun one, because it's Halloween, get ready for a Halloween Penguins postgame edition. Coming your way on Tuesday after the Halloween game between the Penguins and the Ducks on the eve of Halloween. All righty, everybody. You've waited long enough. That's our schedule for, for for beginners. Check it out at sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com slash sports-for-beginners slash. And of course, it will be updated depending on the shows. You can also always check out Penguins post game on on the ice and behind the benches the podcast whenever a show is able to air. We have a few of our rebroad of our already broadcasted Penguins post games airing this Wednesday on on the ice and behind the benches. Including this one, most likely. <clears throat> so make sure you don't miss out. With that being said, you've just listened to Pitts. Oh, before we get to, you've just listened to. Let me give you the attendance record. PPG Paints Arena is the venue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Kendrick Nicholson and Justin Key were your referees. Your linesman, Michelle Camier and D-Ban Mills. Were the linesmen. But this game, where the Penguins end the undefeated streak of the Avalanche, has officially reached the station in front of 17,154 fans in attendance at 
PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh. Two more games for the Penguins in October. They're both at home. But this is a great step. Thank you so much for listening to Penguins Postgame. My name is Scott McGregor. And now, you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey. On the Sports for Beginners podcast. And I am your host, Scott McGregor. Saying that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. We say so long for now. And I'm going to send you now out with a pre-recorded version of what's coming up next. Because if you're a Bills fan or a Buccaneers fan, you definitely don't want to miss this. It's the Bills. It's the Buccaneers. It's Bills postgame. Our second of double trouble. For Friday, October 27th, 2023. Enjoy Bills Buccaneers Thursday Night Football Calm Before the Storm. Or you could just skip right to our outro music and outro message. We'll talk to you again Sunday after Pens and Sends. Senators taking on the Penguins. Saturday, we'll have the recap for you Sunday on Sports for Beginners. It's that time of the year again. The most frightful time with Halloween just around the corner. While this time of year comes with doubters and skeptics, we remember one thing. Believe nothing you hear and only half of what you see. We're ready to go back to work, to knock off the cobwebs, to fight through the ghouls and goblins, and put on a show back home in front of Bill's Mafia. It's Thursday night football in Highmark Stadium. Enter if you dare. Bill's postgame is next after these words from Sports for Beginners Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it.